Possum Podcast. Toot toot. Toot toot, y'all. Welcome to the Big Hal and Possum Podcast. I'm Big Hal Dottie. I'm a talking possum. Are you? Yes. Are you, though? I keep saying it. Are you for real? Yeah, and you don't believe me. Yeah. Well, well you do because you see it, but these people don't It's hard to believe. believe. Yeah. I hope you're buckled into your radio chair because we're going to get talking here. Buckled into your radio chair. You sit in it and listen to shows. It's an ergonomic chair. Yeah. With a safety harness in case anything comes at you too fast. I'm saving up for a radio chair myself. But I bet our viewers already have them. Our listeners. Yeah, we got a lot of high-end listeners. I bet there's a lot of people firmly seated in their radio chairs already. Mm -hmm. I'm sure of it, in fact. But if you don't have a radio chair, you're going to want to have something to grab onto in case things really take off here. Yeah. We're celebrating... uh, the holiday season, Mr. Possum. Oh, yes. The best time of the year. This is the time of year that everybody looks forward to. The most wonderful time of the year, September. Yes, a month where everything seems possible. Good time to go out there and get a new scarf. It's perfect scarf shopping season. I love scarfing. Mm-hmm. I scarfed up some soup the other day. <laughs> Toot Oh, yeah. Possum, you're like a little scarf boy. You like scarfing up soup. You like wearing scarves. And I think you'd make a pretty good scarf, too, now that I think about it. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah. Maybe the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, I think you'd be a great bit of fall couture. Would you wear me? I would wear you definitely, Mr. Possum. Oh. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. Would you mind not putting my head on there if you wear me like a scarf? I don't like that. Like when you see ferrets and minks and stuff and you see their their whole head, foxes and all that. Well, that's kind of the appeal of that. Can you put a different head on there? Can you just put like a cut-off Kermit head or something? I don't want people thinking it's fake. Mm. Well, put some fake eyes in there. I don't like how the eyes are all poked out. It looks gnarly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't either. That's very, I find that very distasteful. They should, those little uh, mink shawls, they should have a... Uh, they should have, like, googly eyes on them or something. Oh, please put googly eyes on my body when you wear me as a scarf. Now, another thing I like to do in this fall season is I like to I like to press leaves between the pages of a book, sort of document my fall. Oh, that's, that's nice. I like to go out to that fall mall, Big Hal. You ever go out there? Oh, yeah. I always get my, I always get my fall plaid out at the fall mall. There's usually somebody splitting apples with a hatchet over there at the fall mall. Oh, yeah. They get them big old genetic apples, and they chop them up with an axe. And you just sit there with your mouth open, mm-hmm. collecting the juice spray. Yeah, getting spattered with apple guts. That's that's, uh, that's one f- of the great traditions of fall. That's the fall mall, baby. Something my family likes to do around fall time is have a, have a squash hunt. Oh, that's the most dangerous game, they say, isn't it? It truly is. You give the squash a couple hours head start. And then you head out there and just hope that that squash doesn't get the drop on you. So tonight, we're going to be counting down our top five September holidays. Oh, yes. These are all real national holidays. Real. You can look them up on your computer. So tighten up that radio chair harness and grab yourself a hot, fresh cup of cider because we are going to be counting down our top five September holidays.
are counting down our top five September holidays. I know this has been hard to narrow down, buddy, but what's your number five? This was a very difficult challenge, picking an order for my favorite September holidays. There's just so many, and I love them all so much. But my number five has got to be Hug Your Boss Day. Oh, yeah. September 13th, Hug Your Boss Day. What a holiday. Possum, you know bosses these days are wary of any kind of unwanted contact, so it's great to have a day where everyone can relax a little and hug their boss and let them know how much you care about them. Sometimes a firm handshake at the close of business and that FaceTime check-in just before bed isn't enough to express your gratitude that you get to work under such an absolute baller as your boss. You know, it's good to squeeze somebody when you, when you appreciate them. Squeeze them like you're a snake. Mm-hmm. But like a loving squeeze from a snake, not the one where they're trying to squeeze the air out of you. Well, you want to get a little bit of air out of somebody when you give them a hug. You like to just hear so that kind of... <laughs> When, yeah. you, when you hug them? Well, it's got to be me- it's got to be memorable. Now, are you there to intercept it with your mouth? Do you kind of suck in that air and say, we've bonded, I've taken your air, you've been a great boss? Is that something you do in, with human society? That is something, that's standard hugging procedure, is you want to grab hold of somebody, you want to give them a nice tight squeeze, they're going to let out a little gasp of air, and then you want to grab it out of the air like Yoshi. That sounds great. It makes me wish I was someone's boss. Or it makes me wish I worked for somebody. Wish I had a job, I guess is what I'm saying. You just wish, you just want a hug. I would love some, uh, yes, I would you, love a hug. You would like to give or receive a hug. Yes, I, it's been a while since I've been touched. Okay. Big Al. Yeah. Now, for strategic career reasons, you don't want to hug your boss too hard, Mr. Boss. Now, why is that? Keep that in mind. You do not want to hug your boss at maximum power because you don't want to show your boss what your maximum power is. Yes, your, your maximum power should be an unknown quantity that keeps them at bay. Yeah. Your boss should always think that you have more power that they haven't seen yet. Yes, that makes good business sense, I think. Possum, what's your number five? Well, my number five September holiday is National Video Games Day. It's on September 12th. Video games, huh? Yeah. Are people still playing those? Yeah, for now and then. Not everybody celebrates as different. You know, some folks just stay in and play their favorite video game, and that's completely tight, of course. Although that ain't my style at all, buddy. I don't know if you know this about me, but I like to make a spectacle of myself. I, I do know that you like to make a spectacle of yourself. And in that spirit, every year on video game day, I dress like a big frog in honor of Frogger. Frogger, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's an old one. Yeah. That's a throwback. And then I go out to Dixie Highway and I cross the road all day in my frog costume. And it gives people a laugh. It's fun. And you know what? It's training for me. I got to stay sharp in that road, buddy. You know this. So you're trying to avoid becoming a squash out there on Dixie Highway. Yes, I don't want to become a fall squash. But you're also entertaining people by putting on a little costume. Yeah. That sounds just so cute. A little possum running across the road in a frog costume. You know the best thing about real-life Frogger, Big Al? What's that? It's free. It's free. Wow. That arcade Frogger costs some money. I ain't got quarters. I hadn't thought about that. There's video games out there in the real world all the time that are free. Mm-hmm. Squash Hunter, Leaf Collector, <laughs> Boss Hugger. These are all games you can play in real time, in real life. And I suppose the points that you earn in these games 
are just life experiences. You ever thought about that, Mr. Possum? Yes, that's a very corny way of putting it. That's nice. <laughs> it's appropriate for fall. Yeah. It's hard brown corn. I get so thoughtful this time of year. You do. I don't like it. My number four September holiday is World Beard Day. Beard. World Beard Day. The first Saturday in September. What a holiday. I look forward to this all year, Mr. Possum. You know me, I'm not just a little bit of a beard guy. You won't just see me out sporting a beard. You'll see me wearing a t-shirt with the words Big Time Beard Guy on it and a hat that has an imprint of a beard on it. I love beards so much. When I meet a new guy with a beard, I try to get his number right away so I can invite him to the next beard club meeting. I use so many oils and conditioners and waxes and stuff on my beard. Drives the wife crazy. She says, Big Hal, quit with all the beard products. The shower looks like a traveling medicine show. For all us out here that don't have beards, how do you keep the food particles in your beard so you can have some for later? That's actually one of the least difficult things about having a beard. Really? Yeah. Food is not going to just fall out of your mouth and fall down onto you without catching in your beard. I envy that. I really do, buddy. It's like you got a to-go bag on your face mm-hmm. all the time. It's pretty nice. I've usually got at least one dry Crispix in there. What else you got? You got any bugles? No, I might have a runt or two. I'll take one if it ain't the banana. You don't like the banana runt? I don't like the banana runt. It's it's absolutely my favorite one. Now, some people have said that my whole body is a beard. As a beard guy, would you say that's true? No, that's, that's pretty offensive to beard guys. Really? To hear fur referred to as beard. Possum, what's your fourth favorite September holiday? Buddy, September 9th is a big day. It's Wienerschnitzel Day. Wienerschnitzel Day. Yes, but it's also Teddy Bear Day. Now, how am I going to choose between this sacred day where we celebrate thinly sliced fried veal cutlets and also a Teddy Bear's birthday? Now, everybody's different, but what I do is I celebrate them both. I stuff my teddy bear full of Wienerschnitzel, and then I just sort of snack on it all day. I eat out of it like it's a bowl. Possum, this is one of the weirdest things you've ever said. And you've said a lot of weird things. It's just, I can't just have a birthday party for my teddy bear and serve it tea and hang out and ignore the fact that it's Wienerschnitzel Day. In some ways, it's sort of the opposite of a birthday for the teddy bear. What? Because so? you're taking, you spend the whole day taking away from the teddy bear instead of giving to the teddy bear. You're right. Oh, I've been giving this teddy bear the worst birthday for years. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to want to get rid of that teddy bear for multiple reasons. One is that for years you've been carrying around wiener schnitzel in it. Yeah. Uh, So it's probably pretty gross. But also you've ruined its life by giving it bad birthdays year after year. So you're just going to want to throw that one out. Get a new one. Get a fresh, young, clean, optimistic, new teddy bear. And what you're going to do is you're going to give wiener schnitzel to this teddy bear. Now that does sound better. The only thing is, I'm worried about the old teddy bear husk. You said, I've given it a bad life and it's gross. It sounds like it's a cursed thing. Do I need to bury this somewhere or burn it? Or how do I get rid of it so it doesn't haunt people? Possum, when I have something I need to get rid of and I'm 
scared it might come back to haunt me, what I like to do is weigh it down with rocks and sink it to the bottom of Crystal Lake. That's usually the best way to make sure something's gone forever. Okay, so that's a safe place for me to bury this teddy bear? Yeah. And it's got to be rocks. It can't be meat, right? Well, I suppose if you do it on Wiener Schnitzel Day, you probably ought to use Wiener Schnitzel to sink it down to the bottom of the lake. It seems only right. Big Al, what's your number three? My number three occurs on the 19th of September every year. It's Talk Like a Pirate Day. Oh, that's original. What a holiday. Now, this one is just fun, and everyone loves it. All of us completely committed to talking like an old-timey pirate for the entire day, and also getting to legally steal all the stuff of anyone who refuses to talk like a pirate. 24 hours where we get to talk like a pirate and all crime is legal. What a treat. Now, do you have to have a boat or a ship to, to, to take part in this? If you don't, you can just go and take one. Oh, I Like see. I said, all crime is legal. When you take stuff, do you still call it booty? Well, on, yes. On, on Talk Like a Pirate Day, I call it booty. Oh, well, what's your favorite kind of booty to take? I like stealing stuff that I think a pirate might like to have. Gold teeth. Gold teeth. Uh, a peg leg. Cannonballs. A hook. I love talking like a pirate. I love saying things a pirate might say, like, ooh, I love keeping all my possessions in a wooden box. Oh, yes. Oh, man, I've never seen an automobile. What aisle do you keep the walking planks in? I'll take one large skull and crossbones flag. Possum, what's your third favorite September holiday? Well, my number three is September 13th, Blame Someone Else Day, buddy. Blame Someone Else Day. Yeah, this is an exciting one. I don't really have plans for it per se, but I do know that I'd love to spend this day with my best friend, Big Hal Dottie. Well, How'd that sounds like kind of nice. That sounds nice. A little day together? Yeah. And then every time somebody walks up and says, Shoo wee, what's that stink? I'll be like, well, that's Big Hal. Oh. He's the source of the stink. Oh, okay. I see what's happening here. I don't like the idea of spending an entire day being the one blamed for y the way you smell. Because you smell, you don't smell good. You don't want to be a little scapegoat? I do, do not want to be a little scapegoat. You can make me a scapegoat. How'd you like that? Got anything you want to blame on me? Huh. Well, now that's interesting. Now that you mention it, I do kind of like the sound of having my own little furry scapegoat with me all day. If the wife gives me a hard time for eating the last donut, I can say, I can say, oh, it was that possum over there. Exactly. I mean, in fact, you could make this just a eat the last thing day, all day. You can go around eating the last thing, mm -hmm. last donut, the last nutter butter in the box. You could do all that all day, and it could be my fault. How'd you like that? It sounds like an incredible power to have to just be able to freely and rudely eat the last of whatever's out and always be able to say, oh, must have been that possum sitting over there with his mouth hanging open, drooling on the floor, stinking something awful. Oh, they'll believe it. And you'll be scot-free. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'll be a hero because I'm the guy who caught the possum that did it. Except in the possum community, well, you will be known as a stoolie, a stooge. 
big owl and possum, brave and strong and awesome, speaking truths and tooting toots and having tons of laughs. Big owl and possum, two good boys hooting and hollering, we'll comfort you when you are blue and call you when you're mad. Hey, Mr. Possum! Hey, Big Al! I heard you joined a basketball team. Ooh, I sure did. Who's on your team? Well, it's me and Big Bird, Gizmo from the Gremlins, Donkey Kong, and Godzilla. Wow, Godzilla, huh? Yeah. Is he any good? No, he stinks. He's a huge dragon, the team. Toot toot. Toot toot. Hey, Big Al. Hey, Mr. Possum. I heard you went to the barber shop this week. I did. How'd it go? Not too good, Mr. Possum. They gave me the steakhouse special. What's that? That's when they give you a prime cut, but screw up one of the sides. Toot toot. Toot toot. Hey, Mr. Possum. Hey, Big Al. I heard you went to the bakery this week. I sure did. How was it? Terrible. You had a terrible time at the bakery? Yes. Did they not have what you were looking for? No, they didn't have nothing. What? I walk in and there's Baker Bob behind the counter. And I say, good day, Baker Bob. And he replies, no, it is not. Oh, boy. Everywhere I go, people got to dump their gripes on me. You know what I'm saying? So I say, what's wrong, Baker Bob? You know, I'm just being polite and all. And he says, my wife left me. Again? Right? She's always running off. Anytime a circus comes to town or there's a Tesla concert, there goes Baker Bob's wife. True. But I had to be polite. I said, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, Baker Bob. I'm sure she'll be back. You think so? No. But you got to say that. So now the pleasantries are out of the way, I said, Baker Bob, I would like a dozen of your famous custard tarts. Mmm, those are great. I know. Then Baker Bob says, "Uh, I do not have any custard tarts. And I see his lower lip start to quiver just a little bit like he's going to cry. And he says, my wife always makes the custard tarts. And now he's crying. Oh, it's disgusting. So I say, well, in that case, uh, I guess I'll take a dozen of your famous chocolate eclairs. Mmm, those are delicious. Oh, yeah. So he looks at me and his face scrunches up all gross and ugly and he goes, my wife makes the eclairs too. And he starts crying even harder. She makes the eclairs and the custard tarts? Yes. What's Baker Bob even doing, you know? So I say, okay, okay, calm down. I'll just take a dozen donuts. Uh Uh-huh. Baker Bob puts his head down the counter and starts weeping. And I'm like, does your wife make the donuts too, Baker Bob? And he's sobbing and blubbering, but he goes, mm-mm. And I'm like, well, dang it. Oh, man. So I'm like, all right, Baker Bob, why don't I ask you what you do make and save us a little time here? Thanks for that. What'd he say? He goes, I've always made the breads, Mr. Possum. I can bake you a ciabatta or a scone, but no sweets or pastries till my wife comes back. And what'd you say to that, Mr. Possum? So I says, well, I tell you what, Baker Bob, ciabatta learned how to make a tart because she's scone for good. Toot toot. Toot toot. Big, Big Al and Possum, brave and strong and awesome, speaking truths and tootin' toots and having tons of laughs. Big Al and Possum, side order of taters all rotten. We'll comfort you when you are blue and calm you when you're mad. Now, Big Al's, what's your number two? My second favorite September holiday is the autumn equinox. Now, what the heck's an equinox? Not just any equinox, Mr. Possum. The autumn equinox. The single most important date on the calendar. The day we say goodbye to summer by coming together over some mulled wine and biscottis 
and throwing our jean shorts onto a big fire and poking each other with the sticks we've been sharpening all summer on the porch. Now, what's equinox mean? It means the first day of fall, but nobody really knows what equinox means. Well, let's break it down. Equine means horse. Ox means ox, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's probably the day of the year where you trade your horse in, your summer horse, in for your fall ox to do some harvesting. Okay, that makes sense. Now, Possum, does your kind have any autumn equinox kind of traditions? We don't do too much. I mean, we do do a bicker man. You do a you do a wicker man. No, a bicker man. A bicker man. Yes, we we take the most annoying old bickering old man, and we you take this feller and you trap him inside the big bicker man. And then you let everybody just come up and just kind of yell at him and bicker at him. I see. And let him know how he's failed everyone and remind him to do a bunch of stuff. Uh-huh. Bicker at him. That sounds pretty painful. You assume that you're the man being bickered. It's hard to not empathize with the guy being bickered at in the bicker man. He deserves it. That's why he's the bicker man. Don't you be feeling sorry for the bicker man. Well, couldn't anybody deserve the bicker man at some point? No, that's the mantle of the bicker man. It's not just anybody's mantle. It takes a special kind of failure to become a bicker man. Okay. Well, I'm scared of that kind of failure, Mr. Possum, is my point. Well, and the bicker man can be a cautionary tale for you, buddy. You, just, mm. you don't want to end up like him. You want to take care of your stuff and not leave a bunch of stuff undone because next year you may become the bicker man, 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 man. Possum, you ever been in the bicker man? No, sir. I'd hate to be the bicker man. Yeah. I could kind of see you ending up in there someday. You seem to have a lot of qualities that might eventually make you a good bicker man. Well, we shall see, but I hope not. Mm -hmm. Possum, what's your second favorite September holiday? Oh, that's easy. That's September 19th. Pawpaw Day. Pawpaw Day, really? Yeah. Don't have a pawpaw? I'll be your huckleberry. I'm a licensed surrogate pawpaw. I'll sit in your recliner and tell you stories. And if you're a good boy, you'll get a candy. What do you think of that? So you think Pawpaw Day is about having a grandpa or being a grandpa or something uh, like that? Yes. What do you think it is? Pawpaw Day is a celebration of the of the great North American fruit, the pawpaw. It's like a mango. It's like a North American mango, Mr. Possum. You're a North American mango. What do you think of that? Well, you're calling yourself a pawpaw, so uh -huh. you're actually the one. You're the one who's the mango. Oh, rats. Now, look, if you want to sit there and eat fruit on pawpaw day and be a nerd, then go right ahead. I'm going to do my own pawpaw thing on this day. I can be all sorts of pawpaws. I can be like 150 years old where I can barely move and you just kind of put applesauce in my lips. That's fine. I can be that kind of pawpaw. Well, let me ask you this, Mr. Possum. Can you be the type of pawpaw that's the largest edible fruit indigenous to the United States, not counting gourds? I could be the kind of pawpaw that calls you a nerd and spanks your little butt. Now, Big Hal, you clearly just want a piece of fruit. I get that. Sometimes you want it. On September 19th, I'll come over and I'll give you some fruit. How about that? You can sit by my feet and we can watch MASH together and you can eat your pawpaw fruit. Because everybody needs something different from their pawpaw. Some, some of them like their pawpaw to smell like Listerine. I can do that. Old Spice? Sure. Classic. Or maybe you want me to smell like mothballs and bad breath. Well, that's fine. I don't have to do nothing. Some people want their pawpaw to have a sweet custardish flavor, somewhat similar to banana, mango, and pineapple. 
Some like their pawpaw to be commonly eaten raw, but also used in ice cream and baked desserts. Now, if you try to bite me, guess who's going to get spanked with a firm old farmer's hand? You. Possum, you seem really focused on spanking me, and I, I'm wondering if we don't want to just rename this holiday Spanking Day. You know what? On your calendar, you can name it Spanking Day because you're getting a spanking. What's your number one, baby? This is the big one. This is numero uno. It's National Girls' Night in Day. Ooh. What a holiday. And what a treat for the gals out there. A night in, chilling out, doing what ladies do when they get together. And most importantly, boys got to stay out of there. It's boys' night out, baby. We get the bars and nightclubs to ourselves. All boy nightlife. Uh-oh. The best night of the year. What do you think your wife's going to do on your... Uh, on Girls' Night in Day? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's probably just going to put one of her favorite uh, little forensic uh, murder shows on there on the TV. That's one of them shows where they kind of step-by-step show you how the criminals got caught. She likes watching those ones where a woman plots the murder of her husband, and she likes to keep kind of notes on what diff- the different women did wrong. Oh, she's a crime buff. Yeah, she's big into she's big into crime. That's nice. I, and, you know, another thing about Girls' Night In is she's, it's a good opportunity for your wife to polish that nice knife collection of hers. Uh-huh. She'll also probably spend some time organizing her exotic collection of powders and serums. Now, I bet that poison collection just gets out of hand. It's good to not have a night in and just kind of have time to organize it. That does kind of concern me that my wife's poison collection looks an awful lot like my beard grooming products. Oh, buddy, just imagine if you accidentally used some of that poison and you were killed by your own beard? Is that not a Tales from the Crypt episode or what? It does have the poetry of a Tales from the Crypt episode. What do you think that old Crypt Keeper would say about that when he closes the book on your story? Oh, I bet old Crypt Keeper would be like, Oh, well, I guess old Big Howl has groomed himself to doom! Toot toot. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Possum, 
our listeners at home strapped tight into their radio chairs, carving their autumn poking sticks. They would love to know what your number one September holiday is. Well, that'd be September 16th, buddy. That'd be cinnamon raisin bread day. Great choice. On that day, you can't walk 10 feet without someone stuffing a hot piece of raisin bread in your pockets and saying, Happy Raisin Bread Day. I just love the festive feel in the air. And I love the songs the best. You know? The songs? Oh, yeah. And he will raisin you up on eagle's wings, bread you on the breath of dawn, make you to shine like the sun. Eat that bread before it molds in the palm of your hand. Oh, I love that one. There's, of course, the Highlands Raisin Bread Walk every year, where people dress up like a big slice of raisin bread and walk down Bardstown Road and upset traffic for most of an afternoon. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. Isn't that nice? But really, the best part of Cinnamon Raisin Bread Day is the day after. There is so much raisin bread in the trash. Because no matter how long we've been celebrating this holiday, people never learn. They always forget that no matter how fun the holiday is, they actually don't love cinnamon bread that much. And so the day after, I'm spurled rotten. Big how there's cinnamon raisin bread everywhere. I'm in the bread zone. Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds like a real hog's birthday for you, Mr. Oh, Possum. my gosh, it sure is. Sort of like Boxing Day. You know, the you know British people have Boxing Day. It's the day after Christmas when the servants get to go have their own little Christmas. Yeah, it's about like that. It's sort of like that. Yeah. You get to reap the rewards the next day because you're a sort of a, what, like a lower class of citizen, I imagine. You could say that, I guess. I guess I'm a lower class. It's nice you called me a citizen, though. I like that. Possibly I could just see you riding around town on a bike with a little wagon strapped to the back of it, overflowing with a, some day-old cinnamon raisin bread. Yeah, I've got me a raisin bread rickshaw. Now, Possum, I've seen your eating habits, so uh, this day worries me just a little bit because what if you get too much cinnamon raisin bread and stuff yourself too full and die of being too full of cinnamon raisin bread? Though I suppose that also would have the poetry of the ending of a Tales from the Crypt episode. Oh, yeah, Crypt Keeper would be like, this Possum is bread as a doornail. He's toast. No, oh, man. <laughs> I can see it. There's no raising him from the grave. <laughs> the Big Howl and Possum Podcast. Toot toot.